Hello, here we are. Hello, everyone. It's Linda Dano. You're in. You're now. Wait. Let me go back. I need to say this appropriately, other I get yelled at. In with Linda Dano is the name of this podcast. What? What does that mean? It means in. You know, I told you in the very beginning. I, it's we talk about everything and anything, and uh, hopefully you'll take the ride with me because I have the most most amazing friends, and people who you will get a taste of, like today with a little girl. See, I call her that because I've known her so so long, but I. I can't really begin to express how I feel about this kid because she's all the things if you have a child that you want that child to be. She's generous. She's funny. She'll do anything to make you happy. She's she's an extraordinary creature who happens to be very talented. Uh, what you probably don't know, which I didn't know, which is so scary. This kid started out <laughs> in a circus act. Now, I must tell you her name, not that you need it. Uh, it's Judy, Judy Evans, a famous, famous daytime star, been on many shows, many, and now she's with me. Hey, how lucky could I get? Anyway, say hi to Judy. Hi, Judy. Hi, Linda. Oh, my God. I'm crying. Yes, you made me cry. (laughs) She cries like a a trooper, I'm telling you. Always did. I love you so much. I thought I was good, but she beats me. She really beats me, really. Now, where where am I talking to you from? Where are you right now? Uh, From my boudoir in California. (laughs) That's why you look so good. Too bad they can't see you. Um, tell me, tell me about the circus. What is oh. what happened? Who these were your parents, right? Yes, uh, my parents were trapeze artists. They're original swingers, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, when my mother met my father, she already had three boys. And actually, they lied to my brothers at first because they didn't want them to like my dad because he was in the circus they told him he was a trash collector and that made my brothers very excited because they loved going to the dump for some reason but uh anyway they found out he was in the circus and they weren't that impressed but they would travel around the circus then my mom I came along and three six days after I was born we were on our road on the road to Arizona I'm Phoenix Arizona my brothers always called it Arizona Phoenix um and then uh when I was two and a half uh well it was before child labor laws thank god because I love it Uh, you'd still be in jail honey (laughs) really (laughs) right right but uh they I started performing as a clown and loved it loved it loved it of course you did I mean that is not a mystery why you loved it like this was a traveling circus yes we traveled (laughs) my dad when he married my mother told her he would show her the world but she didn't know he would show her all the small towns (laughs) in the world (laughs) but there were six of us in a 15-foot trailer traveling all over the western united states and a little bit into mexico and my brothers uh they did uh like uh they did some clown work too juggling they did sometimes they did part of the whip act the elephant act they they did a lot too Mm -hmm. and uh acrobatics acrobatics well unfortunately well I tried um I I did love swinging on the trapeze and doing that sort of thing but I'm kind of short and 
not the most clowning was better because you didn't have to be coordinated. In fact, the less coordinated you were, the better. So that was more my niche. (laughs) When did all of that end for you? And when did daytime or just acting in general, when did that start? How old were you? I was, let's see, uh, I graduated high school when I was 16, got in college when I was 16. And I waited till I was, I, I was doing modeling and like small little things, but didn't really pursue acting. I mean, I was in acting classes in Hollywood and working as a waitress to, and going to college and, you know, gearing up because I wanted to wait till I was 18 so I could have complete control of my, of my career. I didn't want to have to, you know, ask my parents or get them, you know, I really wanted to be in control. So I didn't get an agent till I was 18. And, uh, but I did do some films and little things before that. Uh, probably lied about my age and things like that, you know, um, knowing you, I'm positive you did. <laughs> and I started little, little off when I was 19, 18, 18, 19. Yeah. And that, that was, that was the and you went forty years. Guiding Light first. Guiding Light, yeah. Yep. Won an Emmy in Guiding Light. Mm-hmm. You you showed them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, how long were you guiding? Oh, three years. Three, three years. Right. Right. Three years, and then I came out to California. You know, as as young actors do, came back to California. You know to pursue you know um and with him you get so used to working every day as an actor on soaps that it's hard not to and within a few months I'm like I need to work again so I started putting the probes out and days came along and so I jumped on that that and then I I left when I left days it was because uh I was married the first time and that wasn't going too well and he lived on the east coast so I left days to go kind of fix that and within a couple of months that was over it was fixed um so (laughs) well and so I was uh sort of single again and needed a job and then put the feelers out again and another world came up so I've been very lucky very lucky you're lucky I, I i understand you saying that that you're lucky but you're a lot more than lucky you don't do what you did and be on four shows and win emmys and 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 keep getting booked because you're lucky you're just good you're good that's that's the main main thing it really is yeah i can say that because i would say myself i'm lucky and you but you're talented too. and you're <laughs> great to work with but, and that's why you work <laughs> interesting it's interesting tell me about tell me about your husband your husband for how many years now oh gosh this year will be 30 years 30 30 years we're married you've been through a lot you two now what does he do he is a field cameraman with cnbc he joined them pretty much right out of college when they pretty much started so he has been there ever since and when we moved out to california he transferred from the uh, east coast bureau to the west coast bureau so he's been very fortunate too and he's very talented he's a wonderful cameraman very talented and it's kind of neat being in the same industry but not competing yeah yeah really Really? He understands when I'm working at 2 a.m. that I'm really working. I'm not on the corner hooking, you know. <laughs> oh, we're not sure about that. <laughs> we're not sure. I mean, the money's still coming in, so we yeah. don't know. 
exactly. See why I love this kid? She's so funny. She's so, so funny. And adorable. <laughs> I can speak from another world standpoint. You were there a long time, like me, but not not as long, of course, but no. <laughs> we, we all got to know each other really well. We did. We did <laughs> well, so nice out there. Things. Yeah, yeah. Because we were kind of isolated and we were there for many, many hours every day. Oh, yeah. I remember sometimes slept there. Taking <laughs> extras because these kids who were in, doing that in their field um, would come out to all the soaps, but would come out, in my case, in another world. And and they, they, they'd they be done at 3 a.m. We all were. And, and they had no way to get home. They went out, went to the, went to the you know, the, the train, train station, mm-hmm. went home. And I used to drive them home to oh. their houses because I felt of so Of course you did. Oh, you would have done so sweet. You would have done the same thing. I mean, it was just, it's craziness. It's craziness. So oh. tell me, tell me about your husband a little bit. Tell me, tell me what is he like? What, what draws you to him for all these years? Oh, his, he is the most loyal person I've ever met. He is a gentleman, old school gentleman, like open your door, light your cigarette if you smoke, but he loves that I'm independent, strong. I mean, we balance each other and we're opposite. We're alike in a lot of ways in our core values, but we're very different. Like I'll go run and jump off the cliff. And he's the one who's like, hold on, let's look what's below first. So we balance each other that way. He's funny. He's a cowboy too. Um, he loves animals. He has to, because God only knows that's a farm and a half. Yeah. Um, he's a good decent strong gentle man. man he's a man i respect and admire she's crying now i love him so he's weeping <laughs> yes i love that god and in, in this world that we now all live in it's just a joy to see your relationship to this guy i mean <laughs> tell him well for me <laughs> i will he loves you he's so much year, he's like, an 80 year old father that needs a wife or something no, not. <laughs> he's like my paisana <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly now you guys have a farm my right well, we, we live in a house but we have our horses about 30 miles out there oh. at another person's house that's we call it a ranch but it's in an area it's actually called uh Horsetown, USA. It's the largest, I guess, horse uh, private horse owners in and in, in the United States. I mean, it's oh. a group. It's a town that it's just it's geared for horses, literally. I mean, they're number one. Um, and it's at this gentleman's home, but we call it a ranch because everything out there is a ranch, but it's not like a ranch like Yellowstone. It's you know a home with a really big backyard that he has like fifteen stalls and lets people you know keep their horses there so but he also has a bunch of chickens and stuff so during the week I get to play rancher because he works another job right and I you know and I, so when I'm there all the time so I'm like can I take care of the chickens that are there sure can I do this yeah 
couldn't be a ranch hand. You must be a real pain in the ass, are you, when you're out there? Yeah. You know, yeah, because, well, but he he's very anal retentive, too. So oh. he likes it because, like, you know, I'll see, oh, the chi- I'll just fix the chicken coops because, you know, I'll notice, well, they're, you know, they're pecking the through them. So I'll just go and, and he'll come and he goes, did you fix that chicken coop? Mm-hmm. Did you fix that water hose? Mm-hmm. Did you? You can stay here as long as you want. I bet. Of course. We're both pains in the ass, but, you know, we appreciate each other. He's the nicest, nicest guy. And he's like, he's in, well, I I don't want to say his age because I'm not supposed to know, but he's, he's, but this man, I mean, he's a true cowboy too. I mean, he's a, he's an engineer during the week. Right. Um, works at the colleges uh but he uh, he's like up on roofs he's with blow torches he's running his little tractor this guy i'm like yeah, I i'm 29 yeah. and i can't i'm like yeah. i wish i was like that yeah me too me too amazing now i have back problems you know i have a, my left no. side of my back no i don't go see anyone about it because that would be that would be the thing to do and god knows i would never do that but of course I, not of course not <laughs> But I got, I go out and, and work in the garden and I'm out there half an hour. I have to stop. I come back yeah. in, I sit down, I then go back out in a half an hour and do the same thing. I do that all day long. And because uh, I just can't give up taking care of these gardens. I, I, it's just, a, it's a, you know what it is. You have a we tip. come from that school of grit it out. Exactly. You know, and we don't listen to our bodies because we're like, no, we have to do this. So just yeah. suck it up, suck, suck it, up. it up. Like, yeah. oh my God, she used to say that. Suck it up, <laughs> Connie. <laughs> right. Listen, tell me, tell me your favorite moments of being at another world. Okay. Do we have a whole like year? <laughs> most, <laughs> most favorite ones. Well, Connie Ford. She was How a still, wasn't she? Oh. Uh, food uh, a telling like it is and I used to love it when she'd just like come out with and I think a lot of times she got her quotes from Tommy but you know when when everybody be messing around and you know it's time to get it to get it <laughs> yes she would she really would and if she loved you she loved you yeah. I loved her. She was a treasure. Tommy Upland was so much fun to work with. I had so many fun. I mean, we just had fun. And they, they wrote fun stuff for us too. Yeah. But all those times we, I, I, like, you know, jumping off cliffs, falling through bridges, you know, having mud fights that went on for three days. Uh, all those, they, those long party scenes that would go sometimes three days or you know all night long they were just fine i'm working with you sitting in your dressing room on those long nights too eating turkey legs turkey legs chicken and broccoli i just had one this morning a turkey leg it's so funny you say that tell me do you ever talk to him anymore do do you keep in touch I I reached out. I haven't in in a few years, but uh, reached out to him. Uh, they wanted to come him to come on days and play uh, Bonnie's ex husband in flashbacks, but he could. He, you know, it it didn't work out scheduling wise, and I was so bummed because I so wanted. To, I thought it would just be so cool. And with a lot of the viewers on days, they watched Another World, so it would have yeah, been so much fun. 
so fun. But he said maybe next time, but I didn't get to speak with him. I, I reached out, but he was able to actually talk to our casting director. So that, okay. but well, I never miss him. Now you go in, how often do you go on today's? You're still there. I'm still there. Not a lot anymore. Mm, I'd say uh, it depends on the story, but a handful of times, probably during the year, sometimes I don't know, maybe 20 episodes a year. So, you know, that means you're, it's, hey, sure. I, you know, I, I'm yeah. grateful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Tell but it's it's a, we know it's a young person's genre. You know, it's a young person's business. It's what our industry's you know, fortunately, unfortunately, because when you're young, it's great, but it's it's it's, yeah. it's a it's, it's a hard. youth story business. It is. I remember this. Let me tell you this story about um, um, what was his name, Jeanette, the the actor singer with the group. Uh, uh, he was on uh, One Life to Live, and he, what's his name? Sammy Davis. Sammy Davis. Thank you. Oh, anyway, Sammy Davis came on to another, to uh, not another world, but to One Life. One Life. To Live. Yeah, and he loved that show so much. He came. He wanted to be on it, and they, of course, said, "Fine, great, we love it." He came on. He just almost had a nervous breakdown. We all went to dinner at his apartment that he was staying in. And there was about five of us. And he said, I don't know how you people do this. It's, I am so terrified. Every time they call me on that set, I don't, I can't do it. I'm afraid I'm going to go up and they're going to fire me. They're going to throw me out of the building. Uh, they're going to do, you know, they're never going to speak to me again. I mean, he was really a nervous wreck about this. And I thought, how bizarre. It's Sammy Davis Jr. Most people remember his name. Well, not me. But anyway, that being said, I thought, wow, that's very telling because we all do it by rote. You know, I was on right. a show for 18 years. So you do it by rote almost, but you forget how hard it was when we first started. Oh, it is. And it's very specialized. And, and uh, uh, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine yesterday, too. She's a young actress. And uh, it, but she loves soaps and her parents have been her mother uh, wrote for soaps for years. Her dad's, oh. direct, you know, she she really understands the business. And it's a very soaps. You know, we don't get, unfortunately, even still to this day, it, it's a very specialized, very difficult talent or ability rather to be able to do soaps yeah. because the amount of dialogue, no cue cards, no teleprompters and one take, maybe one rehearsal and give a performance on 40 pages, 50 pages, 30 pages, 20, doesn't matter. I mean, you just, there's, it's just, I remember Brian Dennehy, his, I worked with his daughter Elizabeth on Guiding Light for a little bit and he came to visit the set one day and he goes, I had no idea how you people, I don't know anybody that I work with who could do what you people do. It's true. You know, it's, it's really, it's very specialized. And we're that's not what's back in the day when we had the luxury of time. Well, which now there is no time. There's, it's you, insane. Do it. do it. I did. I felt that way when I did, when I went to do like, I don't know, 10 paid, 10 uh, days episodes. Of, uh, of episodes for, uh, for his of our lives. Yeah. How there was no rehearsal. There was just shoot it. And I guess because I'd been around so long doing daytime, I at least knew how it worked. 
But right. I was a wreck. I came back to the hotel that first day and said to the little girl, her name was Lisa, at the front desk, I said, could you send us some ice, please, in a, in a container? Oh, yes, Linda, I'll, br I'll bring it right up. She brought it right up. I poured it in a big glass and poured vodka over it and drank and cried. That was, yeah. I did. I am not kidding. I, I was so rattled by that day. It was scary. And it was Deidre Hall, who I know you love and adore, and was a huge help after your boy died. Um, yes. She, Deidre she said really to me, great. are you crazy? Change the words. Do what you want. They won't care. <laughs> she would send that to me. I have to help. I have to tell you, it helped me. It helped me. Yeah. Me, Linda yeah. Downs, no vet. I, I thought I'm not going to be able to pull this off for two weeks. It's too hard. No. no. And we were so used to... Uh, I, I know I, I I feel like you're the same elk of like, well, they wrote it. I should learn it exactly and do exactly. it the way they wrote it. Exactly. And, it and it's it's you, you do your best because but it's still it's especially if you're doing three episodes, because now they do nine and a half episodes a week. So sometimes you're doing three episodes in one day and and no rehearsal and we're just shooting it and, you know. Exactly. So it's really hard because you want to do it right. Yeah. You, you don't want to make an ass out of yourself. You want to be good. You don't want to just be now that I'm 80. It's very interesting. Half the time I don't finish sentences because I can't remember any of the words that I'm supposed to be saying. So that's we had to remember that's so many times. <laughs> daytime. Daytime's that scary. It's yes. scary. It really is. It, it is. And it and it's still I'm, I, I'm always I'm always nervous when I go on stage, no matter what. Always, every right. day. Well, every day I'm like, today might be my last day from the very beginning, you know? So yeah, I always <laughs> have such loathing for myself. I just know I can't do it. Why am I here? Any minute they're going to grab me by my hair and drag me off the uh -huh. set. They don't they're gonna realize I'm back. a fraud. <laughs> That's right. Scary. Scary. Anyway, I want to know, and the wait till the audience hears this one. Tell everyone about your chicken. Go ahead. I, this is hard to fathom, but I love this story. Go ahead. I'll be quiet. She's so sweet. She, she. I want to say, I, she, I, we, I didn't rescue her. She rescued us. Well, of the chickens that I take care of over there, of course, they have lots of chicks. And when you go to feed the chicks in the coop, they usually, oh, you, when you open the coop door, they all run to the back because they're all scared. Okay, cool. So right. I went to go feed them one day and one chick was on the edge in the front and she kept trying to jump into my hand and I kept kind of pushing her back because I'm like, well, don't jump out. I won't be able to catch you. And then the coyotes will get you. What a problem. And yeah. she kept jumping in my hand. And finally, I'm like, oh, how sweet. And I pulled her up close to me and I looked and she had no feathers on the back of her neck and I'm like oh so I walk her over to Ian who owns the place and I'm like oh look this chicken it doesn't have any feathers on his back he goes oh you just probably saved it from me this brothers and sisters were probably pecking it to death and it was going to be dead in five minutes <gasps> because they do that and I thought oh can I keep her and he's like sure. so my mic was like brought her right. home. I brought her home and she from get-go followed me around like a like I was her mother hen and we are inseparable she sleeps with me she, she oh it's the sweetest thing because she's a very she doesn't know she's a chicken until I take her to the ranch because I take her to the ranch and there she gets to be a chicken but when she's home she's like human whatever you're eating 
she has to have it. When I have my coffee in the morning, I have to make her a cup of milk because she has to have something too. Um, but at night, and she's very, very busy during the day and bossy and busy and telling that she, I have big dogs. She bosses them around and they're like, okay, whatever. And she rides on their back or lays on them. But at night she comes barreling up my body. And it's kind of scary because when a chicken, you know, come barreling up towards your face, it's like, mm. yeah. Yeah. And then she puts her face around my neck and cuddles in her head right behind into my hair and goes and it is the most heart melting feeling and that's where she sleeps she just engulfs I think I sent you that picture and that Michael took that picture in the middle of the night we cuddle each other <laughs> it's you can hear the the noise in the background that's her pecking her feet now I have to say this you really must tell Michael he has to come on the show and explain a lot. We need to <laughs> what this guy is all about. He sleeps with you and the chick. Can you see Frank doing that, Jeanette? Yeah. Frank would be so generous about that. Oh, yeah. Well, the oh, thing God. is, I sleep in another room because I now because I don't work so much and he works all the time and I have to have the TV on or the lights on because I have night terrors. And I can't sleep in the dark. If I sleep in the dark, it's, it's, I have horrific night terrors. And I, so I sleep good in the on, room. You'd be good on uh, LMN, you know, the, <laughs> the, you know, the show, the network I'm talking about with all the horrors and the killing. Yes. That, oh. show, that show. You'd be good on yes. that. Tell them that story and you'll get the job. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he's right next to me. So he's like, he sleeps with the dogs in his room. Oh, God, and I'm right next there. door because he has to have total darkness. He cannot have any light. So, you know, and that's probably, that might be the reason we go on so great because we're not fighting. <laughs> we found so the, the chicken chicken here. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love you so. Because I don't think he can put up with that. God. You are the but like this weekend, we were watching my friend's dog, who it's a little Italian greyhound who's deaf. And they hadn't been introduced yet. And we introduced him. And Pi, her name is Pi because it, she was rescued two days after Thanksgiving. And we didn't think stuffing was appropriate. So um, I introduced Pi. And Pi immediately, because she loves dogs. And usually chickens don't, because dogs usually love to chase and eat chickens. Yeah. Uh, and sure. she jumped down off the bed like, what are you and the dog chased her for like a second and then she just like oh hells no 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 and, I'm oh yeah. it was so yeah. cute but this dog needs to sleep with you because he's deaf he needs to sleep with you with his paw on you because that's his security so while well, he was saved those two <laughs> had to sleep with me and it was a battle who was gonna get closer all night long and she was like oh. and he was like I need her I need her I, oh, oh my. it was wonderful being loved so much. <laughs> I, bet. I bet. You ever going to ever gonna come back to the the East Coast and 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 try Broadway or God would I love, get love it. you. Oh my lord, I you, would love so to. Let me know if that happens. I'll be sure to come. I don't oh, enough, but I sure would, boy. I would love to. I I would love to do theater so much. I I hope that happens someday. 
Well, you can also yeah. you can start in California. They do have theater there, you know. No. <laughs> but, I, I, it's, it's 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 hard to break into too. I know everything yeah. is no everything everything is and and and, it, and and again we go back to the whole daytime thing. I mean, the industry looks oh you're a soap actor, uh, and it's like yeah. oh 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 you did not just uh, I had a tech casting director once. And it wasn't for like a big show or anything like that. I came into her office. She's like, I don't even know how you came in here. I don't see. So maybe it's because you have an Emmy, but uh, I don't see so people because so people suck. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. Morgan Freeman's awful. And awful. gee, so Susan Sarandon and Kevin Klein, they suck. And I was so angry. Good. But that's what you get. That's what people in the industry treat. That's how they treat you. That it's terrible. Yeah. Now I'm that, sorry. Now that you've vomited all that out, <laughs> now we know. I digress. Stand. Yes, you'll probably never get a job again. Anyway. I probably won't anyway. Can, so. I, ask you, <laughs> can I ask you to come back? And visit me oh, another time. We'll have another. I, love you. I miss you so much. I miss you too. I would just love it if you would. You are just the funniest, cutest, craziest broad I ever knew. And I have loved <laughs> every moment of this. I want everyone at home watching this to kiss the, the whatever it is you're watching. Kiss it, kiss it, kiss it. Because she I deserves love you. it. I love you so much. Thank you I so miss you. much, baby. Really. All right, I'll see you soon. I'll be calling. I'll see you soon. I right. okay. love you. Take care of those chicks and bicks and dogs and cats and oh my lord. I have two <sighs> little puppies. They are oh, me as well. I have two little shih tzus. I will have to show you them when I the next time. Please I, I send me videos, send me pictures. I promise. Okay, I promise. I will. Love you, baby. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, honey. Love uh, you. It was. Bye, I everyone. Love Thank you. Love her. Love her. Love her. I'll have her back. I promise. All right. Bye, everybody.